0: This, this, this is straight, straight, straight out of Crumpton with your host Greg Crumpton. Hey, everyone! Happy New Year, and welcome back to Straight Out of Crumpton. I'm Tyler Kern, and I'm joined, as always, by the man himself, Greg Crumpton. Greg, how you doing today, man?
1: Tyler, this is uh, a day. So I, I'm in South Florida right now because mm-hmm. I should be because it's warm here. And everywhere else is cold. So I'm, I'm down here hanging out in the beach, not figuratively, but literally. And over the last few months, I've been watching LinkedIn a lot. So I have a friend who is called uh, Jamie McMillan. And she is a lady in, um, in Canada who is a ironworker worker slash school trades promoter. And so I'm watching this thing, you know, evolve, and then um, this other name pops up. Like, okay, here, here, here's somebody else, and it's Shannon. And uh, we are fortunate that that Shannon was uh, willing to be a a victim of our, of, of our podcast. So we have a skilled trades lady, uh, Shannon, who is uh, an electrical apprentice. And what, what I want to talk to her about, and, and she's probably, okay, so full disclosure, a- as we always talk about, my house is crazy. So I have roofers here. So if you hear something going thump, 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 that's my river. So anyway, um, Shannon, tell us about you.
0: Or Tyler, tell us about Shannon your call. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) let me, let me just briefly introduce Shannon. Shannon uh, is her full name is Shannon Tomasco. Uh, she's an electrical apprentice as Greg mentioned, and also proud ambassador with kick-ass careers. And so I I think we're going to get into both of those titles here today, but Shannon, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to straight out of Crumpton. And uh, as Greg mentioned, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and what you're doing.
2: Well, thank you very much for having me here today. Um, So I, like you said, I'm an electrical apprentice. I am located out of Canada, more specifically, if you're familiar with Hamilton, Hamilton, Ontario, and I'm working with the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 105. And so I am officially now a second year electrical apprentice, and I have been placed on a construction site um, where we've been working on a hotel for the last over a year, since October 2019. You know, COVID's kind of slowed down that process a little bit, but um, uh, we're plugging away. And um, so that's where I started my journey as an electrical apprentice. Um, And as you mentioned, I am also um, an ambassador with Kick-Ass Careers. And you mentioned Jamie McMillan, and and she's the founder of Kick-Ass Careers and um, an advocate for the skilled trades and does a lot of different um, speeches and and talks with them. mostly a lot of young people uh, trying to get people interested in the skilled trades um and she has a group of uh, people ambassadors we call ourselves and really what that means is just you know we're advocates for the skilled trades and um it's something that i'm passionate about um, because it has you know very much changed my life it is a second career for me so this was not my first um (laughs) first choice not that It's it's my number one choice. I should have chose it first. Um, But uh, I first went to school for child and youth work. um, And that doesn't pay very, very well. Not enough to kind of support yourself. And so I did um, throughout my 20s work um, at a payday loan company, which is like a short-term loan uh, company here in Canada. And that's where I spent almost a decade Kind of progressing through, you know, the ranks, starting as just a customer service rep and working my up my way up to management, and you know, eventually to a head office in a training coordinator position. But sadly, it just wasn't a job that I really enjoyed. It. And um, at the end of my twenties, I, I realized I had more kind of working time ahead of me than I did um, behind me, and so I I didn't think it was too late to to make a change. And I don't think it's ever too late to kind of all your passions and your dreams and I didn't really realize that electrical would be something that I, I enjoyed um, but at the same time of me kind of going through this discovery my best friend Matthew he purchased a home and he the day he got the keys he said we're pulling out the kitchen and I looked at him and I thought he's, he's absolutely crazy um, most people in my family take decades to do renovations. Um, so, you know, a kitchen's pretty drastic, but we did, in fact, rip out the kitchen the next day, and, um, that turned into us finishing the basement and just little, you know, hands on kind of things that gave me the opportunity to, to try different things and, and realize that I actually enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about that a, a little bit. Like, um, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that, um, and, and I've read your story I mean I, I know you, what you did before uh, school trade which was um, you know a, a I don't want to say anything derogatory but it, it was a it was a job where it was a job you know like um, and you were you uh, and as I read your history you were like okay I'm doing this thing, and, you know, I mean, it is what it is, but there's no future here. And then you got introduced. Uh, what What I'm really curious about is how you got introduced into the trades and how you met Jamie and, um, you know, how, how you got to begin an, an apprentice uh, and I think you just celebrated your, your first year, second year, if I, if I recall, reading what I think I recall. So, um, yeah, tell, tell us about how you got from stalemate to on fire.
2: Um, it was just at the end of um, working at the payday loan company um, and the time my friend was purchasing a home that I started looking for other jobs. And um, it was a pre-apprenticeship program that came up through the YWCA here in Hamilton. And um, it was for women who were interested in the skill trades. Um, and it, this one was a general machinist program, not something that I was familiar with, but I knew, you know, being in business, a good resume includes some industry experience. So I thought, you know, this is a good opportunity. So I signed up for this pre-apprenticeship program And throughout, um, I got accepted and throughout the, um, 26 week program, that's when I was introduced to Jamie McMillan. So one of the guest speakers that they had to, uh, like came in to meet with all our best girls was, was this woman, Jamie McMillan. And it's kind of exactly what, you know, an ambassador is, well, what I hope to be one day is, you know, just an inspiration, you know, up to this point, we hadn't really seen any women working in the field. We heard that there are some out there, um, but they're, they're few and far between. And so when Jamie came to visit us, it was really that kind of, you know, motivation and inspiration that we needed to, to keep going and knowing that, you know, there is a place for us, we can do this. Right. So that's how I came to meet Miss um, McMillan and the ambassador things kind of unfolded, um, you know, as, as my journeys progressed, um, Jamie and I, are. are paths as crossed a few times. We were both uh, asked to be in an article for the YWCA, and and from that there was a little dinner that uh, was had afterwards. And so we we met again, and and at that time she asked me if I would like to be an ambassador with her at the skilled trade, so or uh, with Kick Ass Careers. So I you know, it's, it's, it's really nice for me because it, it merges originally, like I said, I went to school for child and youth worker, child and youth work. It's a really long time ago. Um, but it, it, you know, it, I'm still passionate about people and, you know, growth and seeing people, you know, learning. I love to, I love to teach. And so I love that I can kind of merge my child and youth work, you know, the joys that I felt there with along with my, you know, my skilled trades, you know, the fact that I'm, you know, working out in the field and um, I'll have all these experiences that hopefully I can, you know, inspire maybe a few other, you know, women even men. I think young people in general for um, this, you know, skilled trades is an underrepresented something, you know, in the high school. No,
0: that that that
1: that that's well said, Shannon. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm I'm entirely. Tyler will tell you I'm fifty-six years old because he tracks that apparently. But um what what we feel like in 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 um and what we talk about on this this channel and this this uh, medium is you know we we have to bring people in. So thank you for, for what you're doing there. And you know, the the other piece of it is, um, you know, what, what you have done in an outreach, outreach way, um, to try to bring young girls, uh, you know, through the, um, and I I don't want to say young girls, but people in general through the kick-ass, uh, program, because, we if you look at the the worldwide stats or the national stats in the u.s or or a combo of u.s and canada there's somewhere around five million jobs unfulfilled um going forward from from this year forward so how how do we you know help fill that gap and i think what you've you ladies are doing by going out to the schools and going out to you know any any venue that you can and enticing people just to have a conversation you know like what what does this look like what does it feel like and um I'm, i'm so psyched about that so thank you for doing it and when you are out in the environment and and you're talking to the school kids and you're talking to you know whomever you're talking to what what what's the message what are you uh telling them that gets them excited
2: well i think a lot of times there's a lot of misperception about the skilled trades um you know a lot of people think think it's for you know the uneducated or people who can't cut it in, in university and for me, when I think about university, where majority of you know our young people go, the very first adult decision that you do is you you get in debt with in Ontario with the Ontario student loan. You know that's the very first thing you do. And you know you talked about me working at payday loans, and so you can understand in general any form of debt for me is you know is it doesn't it's not productive. So. You know, with the skilled trades, if you said to a young person, you know, you don't have to. You you do have to go to school, but you don't have to go to school in the same traditional way that everybody else is. You know, you get to go work and you get to go learn on the tools. You get to go experience what it's like to be an a for my situation, an electrician. And then, you know, once you've built some, you know, industry knowledge and familiarity with the the different stuff, we're going to send you to school for a block period. We're going to send you to school for 10 weeks. We're going to um, introduce you to the theory behind all the stuff that you've been learning. And so the misperception that it's not for smart people is, you know, one of the things we need to change with our young people. Additionally, you know, I, I find a lot of our like young, you know, I'm on the construction site, I'm 32 years of age and I'm talking to these 21, 22 year olds. And, you know, at this point, they started when they were much younger, and they're already in a place where they can purchase a home. What they don't, what young people don't understand is the skilled trades is a place where you can actually make some really good money. And it's, it's a place where you can support a family. I find that, you know, there's not a lot of good paying jobs out there anymore. Um, you know, and I'm talking about Canada. You know, I'm not sure about the states, the states, but, you know, working, again, at payday loans, I saw a lot of pay stubs. And, In Canada, getting a $50,000 a year job is pretty average for most people, but that does not help you, what I like to say, thrive. You know, it just make it just lets you survive. And you slowly go into debt, again, that toxic thing I try to avoid. And so if if young people knew that they could stay debt-free because I didn't mention, but, you know, my employer pays me to go to school. So I'm not paying to go to school as an electrical apprentice um, and I'm going to be paid for the time off that I have to take to go to school. So if someone, if a young person knew that, perhaps they might, you know, consider that as a as an actual option. And additionally, there's so many for me, there's so many benefits to the skilled trades that um, a lot of people don't talk about. You know, there's this community of tradespeople where, you know, You want to fix something in your house and you're an electrician well you probably know a plumber you probably know somebody you know who can fix the issue in your house and so it's this community of of smart people um you know and additionally you it keeps you young um i as a person who went to school for child and youth work i do have some understanding for mental health and you know a lot of people in, in these these days struggle with mental health and anxiety and depression i can only imagine right now during covid is at a high because people are sitting at home they're in, they're, una- they're not active you know this for us we have especially up here in north we've got seasonal depression because you know our sun's gone by 5 30 6 p.m um it's already dark outside here um that really that really is hard for a lot of people and when you're struggling with these different kinds of things and you go to the doctor, you know, my doctor, a good doctor is going to say, well, can I ask you, do you exercise? And in my previous situation, I couldn't answer yes because I go sit behind a desk for 40 hours and on a computer. And so it keeps me young. It keeps me in shape. I don't have to go to the gym. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a nice routine, you know, and, and you've got constant challenges every day because Today there's going to be something new that you didn't see yesterday, and so I I love the skilled trades. I really wish I did find it um, when I was younger, um, and I am one of the people that I did take I, I took the tech class that was available at my high school. Um, I was from a smaller town, and they only had one tech class available. It was a new high school; it was only around for three years, you know. So the budget, you know, had not developed and matured and so there was only one tech class and i did take it but that didn't you know didn't go anywhere right
1: yeah so shannon i i think that your route um you know it's not so crazy from from a lot of us from from the skilled trade people because like you know i mean in in um I didn't do so well in school. And, um, you know, because I thought that I needed to be out working, even as a kid. And, um, you know, I grew up in a, a second generation of mechanical people, and, and I mean, that, that's just what we did. That's just what we thought. But I, I'm so thrilled to hear, um, you know, that, you guys up there in in Canada have a uh, program to to help the school trade so i think that in the states we're still trying to figure that out because even you know years ago when when so i, I got out of let me let me think about this i got out of high school in 1982 and we had a really solid school trade program. So we could weld, we could do woodworking, we could do a whole lot of stuff as a high school senior. But the people that were in that class were not going to Yale, Harvard, or, or you know, Brown. And, um... It, it, it's just kind of, you know, when I'm sitting here thinking about this I in in real time because I have not prepped for it. Um, I think that the kids that did skilled trades versus Harvard Yale, yada yada yada, probably are doing better now than the 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 other side so um and 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 i i don't want to say that in any kind of altruistic um you know like way of that's absolute but i'm just saying in general um i think that the kids who who chose the trade are doing better
2: well ideally they don't start with debt and you know um a lot of you know, good things come from the skilled trades, and a lot of times, after you know, working many years, a lot of them decide to start their own businesses and they do end up being very um profitable and, and successful. And so, there's lots of um money and, and joy to be found in the skilled trade.
1: No, that that's well said, and that's my route. You know, I mean, I, I worked for a couple of companies, and then uh, eventually in 1980. I'm sorry, 1999, uh, my wife and I, who is her name's Connie Crumpton, and she's a bomb. So, um, 35 years of marriage, and we're still happy. But nonetheless, um, we built a company and then we sold it. And, uh, you know, so it, it, it was all good. All right. So, here's the point. Let's see, it's 545. Tyler. Jesus Christ, you've been quiet.
0: <laughs> I apologize I don't, I don't know I'm what there. to do, man. I thought you were like dead or something. Oh man. no, not dead, not dead. just listen <laughs> but, but one of the things that I want to ask Shannon is um what what skills and what what things about your personality and um and, and things like that that do you think helped? make you successful when it came to skilled trades and and things like that. And maybe if other people are out there wondering, is, would this be the right move for me? Um, what kind of skills do you think are beneficial for people to have in these types of areas and that sort of thing? Like for me, I'm really bad at math. And so I, I, I don't know if this is something, you know, if that's something that you'd say, if you're bad at math, maybe not, or if you're good at math, consider this or something like that, or it's problem solving things along those lines. So uh, from your perspective, what, you know, what, what was it about you that, that made you successful and what you think will help others be successful?
1: So Tyler, but before, before she answers, that, that Those are really good questions because, um, and, and Shannon will, will, will speak to this, but the school trades are so disparate with what the, the, the skills are, are required and or, uh, you know, I don't know what the right word is, maybe uh, applauded. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's so many different things that that the trades require. So, Shannon, take off with that. I, I'd love. I can't wait to hear your response to this.
2: So, I guess um, I'm really grateful that my life has kind of unfolded as it has, and that I did do my previous um, careers that I have, the child and youth work, and the um, the payday loans. Um, you know, there's a lot of skills that I've most certainly developed throughout those years of my life. Um, and I'm very grateful for, you know, the the management skills, the leadership skills. Um, you know, with time, you just slowly build confidence. I think there, you get to a certain age where you slowly care less what other people think. Um, like, you know, I think it's important um, that you what you think about yourself is more important than what others think about yourself. And you know, as as you get older, I think that you know that slowly kind of forms, and it did for me. And so when I started in the skilled trades, um, I had a little bit more confidence than I probably did when I was younger. And those different skills that I definitely got, you know, the different because um, with you know child youth work, I had to counsel people, and um, you know, it was definitely deal with hard situations, and um, these just different things you know, just make you a little bit more approachable or maybe a little bit more understanding to people. So this definitely set me up a little bit more for success in the skilled trades. Um, Some of the things I think on my personality trait that's kind of helped me out is, you know, us women, we're talkers. You can I'll tell you, the boys make a joke about me talking every single day. But um, my talking helps me. The, The fact that I ask a lot of questions to my supervisor, or my foreman, when he walks away, when he comes back, that job is done the way it's supposed to be. Sometimes, you know, he has said to me in the past, you know, there's times, Jim, I've given, you know, a new person direction, and I'll walk away, I'll come back, and they haven't done anything, because they didn't know what the direction was, and they also didn't have, you know, they didn't ask, you know, and so the fact that I talk a lot makes sure that, you know, job done, that's that's a personality thing. So um, it's helped me be you know, more successful um, and beneficial for other people. You talked about math skills and, you know, let's remember that they put a lot of what they would have considered uneducated people into the skilled trades and, you know, I think we underestimate ourselves. I think that's that's really what it is. They man, they did the programs. They had to go through schooling. They were successful, and a lot of people doubted them. So I think we doubt ourselves a little bit too much. And the math, okay, so when you go through trade school, maybe you're going to have to do some math you haven't seen in a while. But, you know, until you're a foreman or in some sort of leadership position on a construction site, you're not really having to pull out those hard formulas that you know you learned in school and by that time you know you're five six seven years into the field and it's probably coming to you a little bit more naturally just because you've had exposure to it so i think a lot of people are scared that it's too like that the math might be too challenging or that it's a dirty environment or maybe i have to lift more than what i can carry or go higher than what i'm comfortable but there's a lot of safety precautions that have been put in place you know since um my parents i guess you know were younger you know now there's working at heights training and you have to be locked and um, roped off so that, you know, and in a harness in case you fall. Um, in Canada, if you go above six feet, you have to be um, roped off. Um, these kinds of things make the skilled trades a lot more, you know, welcoming and and um, easier for everybody. So skills, I just someone eager, eager, willing to learn.
1: Shannon, on... Um... I mean, I, th- I think we could talk for, for, I don't know, how many hours. But uh, what you're describing is a very, very robust and very, very diverse uh, w- uh, work environment. So, if, if, you know, you, you do what you do. And, but uh, a welder is going to do what they do. But I think that the, the overarching uh, message is that there there's a great career, obviously, with good people in a safe environment that you're going to make a lot of money and you're going to have good benefits and you have to take care uh, to... And this is—I mean, this is totally me saying this—as a, a trade guy, you got to take care of the company, and you got to take care of yourself. So, if you're doing all those things, you know, uh, on the half hour and the 15 minute of, of every hour, and the 45 minute of every hour, you're taking care of the company, and then what happens with that is if you take care of the company you're going to be taken care of as a professional whether you're a welder plumber sheet metal whatever so um i'm really thrilled to hear how you think through the process of uh you know i mean you you basically whether you knew it or not walk through a whole job you know like get there, you you have to make sure you're doing things properly. You have to make sure that the the boss is happy. But at the end of the day, it's about customer satisfaction. And it sounds like to me you nailed that.
2: Well, and I I think it's really important to remember that the employee-employer relationship is, is supposed to be mutually beneficial. I come to work and I provide you a service and you pay me, right? So as long as they keep paying me, then I need to hold up to, you know, my side and that's providing them a service. And one of the things that, you know, I I feel really proud about the work that I do. And it's one of the things that I love about skilled trades is um, the pride of being able to look at something and say, I built that. Um, And so for me, it's really important to, you know, I think work ethics are one of those things that, it's hard to train work ethics it's you know you can train most people math math is quite easy but you can't train basic personality and work ethics and so I think it's really um, it's important to to foster that employee employer relationship for sure
1: no, well well said and it, you know'm I'm, I'm a, a big advocate of Mike works um, and the whole policy and and I, I don't know, a mantra that he has about uh, work ethic. Um, pretty pretty cool stuff. So Tyler, I know we're getting up on our, our time. Um, it's been such a thrill to hear a, a young lady who, to me, is like really, I don't know, the, she she's uh, blowing the whole world upside down because we don't think like she does so right,
2: right thank you i'm very thank you very much like you've you've said all kind things and i wanted to interrupt you a few times just to say thank you um because uh, you know i don't i don't do these things for money i do these things just i hope to hopefully you know inspire or, or you know motivate somebody and so that's my my reward so thank you very much for that and um, I appreciate that you guys, you know, podcasts like yourself exist um, so that we I can spread, you know, my my story and um, hopefully inspire a few.
1: Well, Shannon, what you don't know, and, and this is the number I quote often, we have 26 million listeners. And that's probably a stretch, but that's my number. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> we may have like two and a half, <laughs> but we're going with two point six million. But no, no kidding. Um, what what you're living at? Uh, okay, I mean you're you're the one. That, I, I see you. You get up, you know, at five o'clock in the morning. You you put your shit on and you go to work. And I really really appreciate that because I've done that. You know, like I I put my my car hurts and my walls on and going onto a snowy roof and and it sucked and i get it so thank you for that and b thank you for taking time with us and and c my man tyler i mean i i I cannot uh tyler i thought about this a lot today brother you make this happen i really uh, and, and and i mean no kidding man like what you do um is incredible because i was listening to a couple of podcasts that we've done before uh earlier today with with sam Proline and and other people but you you make this thing rot So thank you. Really, really. uh, I I just want to say thank you.
0: Well, I appreciate that, man. This is uh, I mean, one of the highlights of my day is getting a a chance to have conversations like this uh, where you get to know interesting people and and see what people are doing out in the world and, and making a difference. And so that's that's why I enjoy this so much, you know, getting to spend time talking to you, Greg, but also interesting people like Shannon, who. Are making a difference in the world in in her way and in her sphere of influence, um, you know, things
1: uh, Good, stuff. good
0: it's, stuff. It's very good stuff. It's very good stuff. So, uh, Shannon, thank you once again so much for joining us here on on Straight Out of Crumpton.
2: Thank you very much for having me, and um, hopefully, you know, we all get through this COVID situation safely. And um, yeah, thank you very much. It's been a been a, been a joy.
0: Well, Greg. That's another episode in the books, and we're going to have some more coming up soon, huh? Dude,
1: uh, you know what? Uh, we I think uh, you probably have seen the calendar, but we've got a couple of really cool people coming and uh, really excited. But I am I mean, I, I would be like stupid if I did not say again, thank you for Shannon. And um, so uh, kick-ass careers who, um, you know, we talked a little bit about when, when Shannon started. But uh, Jamie McMillan's coming on with us, who is the founder of that. Um, and then just some people. I, I've got a couple of people who have, I don't know, they're kind of like the Matthew McConaughey uh, people, like, like a little bit of grungy, but yet make it
0: texas we know about that sort of thing
1: here's what i want to say yeah 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 whatever he says
0: what did he say all right, all right, all right,
1: all right all right all right all right so exactly all right brother take us to the house thank you so much tyler you're you're i mean i i don't want to blow your head up because you'll be bad but um awesome work um shannon thank you so much for joining us uh, I can't wait to put this thing out there and let's see what we get. And um, I, you, you are a uh, light in, in what we're trying to do, which is promote school trades A. But B, you're, you're a lady out there kicking ass. So thank you so much for doing that.
2: Thank you very much for that. Yeah,
1: we're going to blow you. up. We're blowing up. <laughs> All right, Tyler, take <laughs> us home, brother.
0: All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Straight Out of Crumpton. As always, if you're not subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you go subscribe to stay up to date and get the latest episodes immediately when they come out. Or as always, you can go to gregcrumpton.com for more. But until next time, for Greg Crumpton, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk again soon.